Hey, you're listening to the Design Doctor Podcast, where we diagnose design drama and talk about how to decorate, remodel, or build a home without losing your mind. I'm your host, Krisha Palmer, medical doctor turned interior designer and life coach. So come on in and have a seat. Let's talk. Hey friends, I've got a great topic for you today. We're going to talk about why you need to reverse your decorating process. So this is a designer secret. I did not know this until I went back and got my interior design degree and realized that a lot of what I was doing when I went through the process of decorating a room uh, actually needed to be reversed. A couple of important steps for sure needed to be reversed. And so when I thought of this idea for a podcast episode, what comes to my mind, but none other than the Missy Elliott song. <laughs> and um, if my if my two teen boys are listening to this, they're going to totally die of embarrassment. But you know that song that says, is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I see them cringing right now, but that's what came up because that's what we're talking about today. Why you need to reverse a couple of key steps in your decorating process. So let's dive in right away. Let's dive in. So what are the first two things that you usually do when you start to redo a room? So really think about this for a second. You have a room in your house that you're not happy with and you're like, I just want to give this room a new look. Or maybe you don't want to redo the whole thing, but you know you want to change quite a few things. The two things that almost all of us go immediately to are number one, What color do I want to paint the walls? And number two, we open up our laptop, we start going to the sites that we usually shop at, and we start shopping for whatever pieces we're looking for. So for example, we shop for a sofa or we shop for a chair. Those are the two things that I think we most commonly do. So do you do that? Do you do that? My guess is that most of you probably do. But let's reverse that. And I want to talk to you about why those two things are the absolute last thing that you should do in your design process. And it's the last thing that I do and most professional interior designers do in the process. So let's talk about each one and why this is the case and how reversing your process can actually make the process easier for you, less frustrating, and you'll get a better result. So let's talk about paint color. I see posts on social media almost every day. Someone will post a photo of an empty room or a room that they're in the process of redoing, but it doesn't have any of the new stuff in it. It's just their old stuff. And they'll ask, you know, what colors are in? What's everybody painting their home these days? What color should I paint this room? So obviously there's nothing wrong with asking this question. It's just that in order to give an informed, really good quality answer, we've got to have more information. And this, I think, is often the missing link, is we don't push further. We just start throwing out some good paint colors, or often the advice that's given is just good paint colors that have worked in that other person's house. For example, I might recommend Benjamin Moore's Ballet White. Is it a great color? I don't know. There's no such thing as a great color 
in and of itself. The question is, is it a great color for this space? That's the question that we really need to be asking. And the reason that you don't want to start off your whole design process by choosing your wall paint color first is that we don't yet have all of that information yet. So what is that other information that we need to make a good informed decision? Well, number one, and really the most important is that we need to know what's going to be in the room. And by that, I mean, what colors are in your furniture? What colors are in your rug, your pillows, your drapery, or anything else in the room? That's the most important question. But there are others, like how do you want your room to feel? Do you want to be really productive and be able to get a lot done in this space? Or do you want to sit back and relax with a cocktail at night? (laughs) Other questions are what direction does your room face and how much natural light does it get? So when we ask and attempt to answer this question of what paint color should I use on the walls in this room, and we try to answer it without all of this additional information, that's when we get into trouble. So we have to have more information to give an educated answer. So we ask, or I often ask a lot of follow-up questions, you know, what's in your room? Like I just mentioned, what direction does your room face? How much natural light does it get? And if you think about it, and, and I'm comparing this to... Uh, a medical problem because most of my listeners, a lot of you out there are physicians, so you can relate to this. So asking what color should I paint my room without any other information or not being able to answer yet any of those follow-up questions is like the design equivalent of asking someone, hey, my stomach hurts, what's causing it? And expecting them to answer that question with no follow-up information. And you know, that's like ridiculous, right? We have to know more. There are so many different things it could be. So if I told you, well, you know, lots of people are using alabaster and it's a great color, so you should use it. It would basically be like saying to the person asking about their abdominal pain, well, lots of people who have stomach pain end up with reflux. So you have reflux. Totally not how we would approach things, right? So the same is true about paint color advice. I know that there are certain circumstances when you really just don't know what's going to be in the room yet, and yet you still really need to choose a paint color. Totally understand that. Maybe you're building a new home, and you know one of the last steps is painting, and you've got to give your builder a paint color, but you really haven't had a chance to fully decide like what's going in your space. Is it going to be all your old stuff? Is it going to be a mix of old and new? But yet you need to paint it something. I totally get that. Or maybe you're redoing a room and you want to repaint to get rid of a paint color that you hate and it's really bothering you, but you don't want to buy all of the other stuff for the room yet. I totally understand that. And in those cases, you really just have to make your best guess based on what you think will work. And then understand that you you might regret the choice later. And that's okay. Once you decide what will go in the room, things can change considerably. And one of the reasons that I recommend choosing your paint color last is that it's so much easier to choose everything for your room and then just pull your paint color from that rather than committing to your paint color up front. And then you've got to find all the furnishings, all the window treatments, all the rugs, all the pillows that work with that one specific color. And that is much more complicated. It can be done, but it takes a lot more time and it's just harder. 
it's harder for me. So understand that if you do have to make this decision up front, that's okay. But be open to the fact that you might want to change it later. It might be better to change it later. And thankfully, repainting isn't a huge deal if it's just one room. So the take-home message for choosing paint color is, if at all possible, decorate your room first, decide all the different elements that will go in it, and then pull a paint color from those elements. So for example, you might have a pillow with blue in it. Hold it up to the various blue paint swatches and try to find something that either matches it or you might go with a lighter or a darker version. Just make sure it's in the same color family. And when you do it this way, it actually makes wall paint color selection so much easier and it will give you an overall better result because all your colors will be in the same family rather than picking a blue paint color and then trying to find a pillow and a sofa and a rug where all the blues in those items work with your wall paint color. Hopefully that's making sense. Let's move on to the second thing that we need to reverse in our design process, and that's shopping. So like I said before, our tendency is to immediately open up our laptops and start scrolling and shopping for the items that we need for our room. And I think the reason that we automatically do that is that we're thinking about redoing a room in terms of furniture selection only. I need to get new furniture for this room. And that's what we think of as redoing a room. But instead, if you can shift your mindset to, I need to redesign this space, we get outside of the realm of just shopping for items and we actually create a vision. That's why I think most people, when they go and they shop for new items for their room and they bring them home and it just doesn't look like they thought it would, and maybe some pieces don't work like they thought it would. This is wise because we're approaching it like a shopping list rather than actually designing a space. So what's the difference between just furniture shopping for a room and designing a room? Well, design unlike shopping, is actually building a vision for something that didn't exist before. It's also building a feeling in that space that didn't exist before. And it's selecting things and designing things that help evoke that feeling. So when we go shopping before building our vision, it's almost like buying a thoughtful gift for someone that you don't know and have never met. Or shopping for that perfect necklace to go with an outfit that you've never seen. We have to build that vision, get to know that person that we're buying a gift for before we shop for specific items. So right now you might be wondering, well, what do I start with? (laughs) You know, if I can't pick my paint color and I can't go shopping online or, or just to different local stores, like what do I do? Well, there is a process that all designers use to approach any space in your home. And so I'm just going to share those steps with you briefly here. If you want to take a deep dive, you can take my free mini course, which takes you through these steps in a little bit more detail. And you can find that on my website, housecallsforphysicians.com. Or if you want to do a deep dive and really learn these steps and practice them with my guidance and my input, 
you can sign up for my online course design academy and you can find the information about that on my website as well. So instead of shopping, instead of starting with shopping and choosing a paint color, we want to start with asking questions. Asking questions like, what do I want to use this space for? How do I want this space to feel? We want to take a deep dive. And we not only want to answer those questions for ourselves, but also ask other family members, especially if it's a room, of course, if you're if it's your kid's room or a room that somebody else in your family uses, they are the ones that need to answer that question. So that's the first step. The second step is getting inspired. There are no original ideas under the sun, right? When I first started out design, I thought I was going to create something that had never been created before. And and I quickly realized that that's really not possible. We take inspiration from things around us and from the designs of others and we make them our own. So one way to do this is to really look on Pinterest or House or Instagram or wherever your favorite place is to look at interiors and get inspired. Think about what you like, what you don't like, and use that to create your vision. The third thing you need to do is you need to plan out where the furniture is going to go in your room. So space planning. So that way you know exactly what pieces you need and about what size they need to be. And then fourth, create a vision, your own vision for your space. So how do you do that? Well, a useful way that I teach my students in my Design Academy class is I tell them to do a Google image search. So we're not shopping. We're just doing Google image search or maybe looking for styles of furniture and other items that we like. And we're taking screenshots and putting them on a Google slide or a PowerPoint. That way you can see visually what these items look like next to each other. And you can mix and match and kind of do that until you've built your own vision of what that room could look like. And then last (laughs) is shopping. So we've reversed it. So last, once we have our vision and we know, okay, I know I want a sofa with these lines. I know I want it to look like this. It's mid-century modern and I want it to be a dark gray color or whatever it is. Then you go shopping and you look for specific items because you already have a vision for your room. You know all the items that you need. You know what size they need to be. And you've got a vision that you've created in terms of kind of the style and color that you want each thing to be. And then you go shopping. So see how much easier it's going to be shopping, knowing all those parameters already, rather than doing it on the front end when you have no idea if the sofa that you're picking out is going to go with everything else. So choosing your paint color and shopping are the last things that you want to do. So this will make it much easier for you and hopefully much more enjoyable. Like I said before, if you want to dive deeper, go to my website, housecallsforphysicians.com, get my free mini course. And uh, if you want to really up-level your own design skills and get confident and learn interior design, you can take my course, Design Academy. All right, well, that wraps everything up for today and I'll see you next week. If you're a woman physician who loves all things design and decorating, be sure to check out my private Facebook group, House Calls for Physicians, or you can visit my website at www.housecallsforphysicians.com.